so it's like it's probably August 4th um, it's one of those times where it's like I have to be okay just a minute it's one of those times where I have to be okay with the lonely jobs right the jobs where it's like I'm like the only head ringleader person that like cares about the span of the whole day the feelings of everyone the you know the food done properly and like the the health of people done properly and the well-being and all of this kind of stuff and it's like I need to find my inner peace about that because I realize that if I don't then I'm just gonna lose it right because everybody around me it's dependable it's reliable for them all to be losing it all day long at any given moment you know like it started in the in the beginning with of course like waking up in the night right like it's like oh they do that okay you know and then like all of the other in-betweens of everything right like the dirties the messes the you know the the tantrums the fits the all of this kind of stuff like all the way up until like those moments where it's like oh we're all ready to go and then suddenly one person just decides i'm not going and then it's just like oh this so then suddenly that just makes it so then everybody can't go right because they have just suddenly decided i'm not gonna go and so then our whole family can't go right and and then it's just like you know and then there's these instances like today where it's just like it's a clear thing like to me it makes the most sense people want to invite people to a pool to go and do their thing and then there's people in our family that chose to not learn when they were given the opportunity and so they're getting to feel the effects already of what happens when they're invited to something and they chose not to learn something to be able to access that fun and now they don't get to right and so that's like it's a hard lesson and it's a hard thing for them to process and and yet here I am having to be that person to like give the update and be like, well, that is what is going on right now. And, and then like them pissing out through it and then like feeling so angry and blaming and whatever. And yeah, so that's kind of what that is. Um, I'm just in the process of finding my patience amongst processing all their emotions because it's in some ways, this is what it looks like to bear another person's burdens, right? But I think I could do it in a better way. Like, I'm sure there's a way that I can, like, pray about it and somehow have this way of being able to, like, pass it on, right? And allow for this burden to not have to be so intense on me. But at the same time, it's like when somebody else is triggered, it's like I, I have this sympathy, empathetic kind of thing that, that kind of goes, like, full gear sometimes and it's like I do hurt for them right like I know what it feels like to be that kid that doesn't know how to swim right in my case it was because I wasn't really given the opportunity I never really knew how you know I was given some opportunities but not really like supported throughout to just like help me along to keep going um, and and neither was I probably even interested so it was just that was just like my life situation kind of thing right and so now it's getting to play out again for the next generation here where it's like, here's the opportunity. It's not being taken. And like, you know, I went through this with one of my kids where it was like, I was crazy about music, for example. 
And so then I just kind of thought, oh, well, we're, I'm going to solve the problem of us having this music illiteracy gap, and we're just going to go and practice at this and make it better kind of thing. And then over time, it just turned out that it became a negative experience for them. And so then they were ready to stop before I was ready to. And then that was another big thing, too, where I had to process this, where it's like, yeah, this is what it looks like when we think it's going to be a certain way and it's not received in the same way that we were given it. And that's just what you have to deal with. It's like you could make all the planning for a birthday or to go to the park or whatever it is, right? But then when it comes down to it, it's like that child can like totally poop out at the last second. And so it's like I need to gather the wisdom of the like the parents that have come before me. Like there's some parents out there that are legit. They're like, I don't spend money for entertaining my kids until after they're 12 because then they're actually ready to be able to receive the level of instruction, the level of expertise of others in a way that a 12 year old would like be ready and willing to to receive it. Whereas, like, it's almost like we expect our, like, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds to be 12 right now, right? And to be able to be that level of maturity, that level of willingness to, to want to, to learn something or whatever. And so it's just like, yeah, no, I get it. It's like, why, why would we do that to ourselves again, over and over again? Like, I tried it with the piano, tried it with the swimming whatever and it's just like it's kind of a useless cause in some ways for those that are just not not there right and so it's like yeah i'm i'm not sure exactly what to think about that totally yet but i really do like that opinion of some parents that are just like yeah i don't even enter my kids into something like that until after they're 12 because clearly they're just not mature enough to understand that there's been a schedule created for them to support them in this goal that they do have to be able to improve, and so they're, they, they don't have skin in the game until they're 12, for example, and they're able to pay for part of it or whatever to make sure that that experience is the best that it could possibly be. Because it's, it's so mind-numbing and heart-numbing for like this one person in the whole family to be the one that's like the ringleader, the one that, that gets all the food ready, that does all the cleaning, that gets all the clothes, that like drives to the place that that manages the emotions of everyone it just doesn't work that way that's why i didn't get to go camping until i was like 14 right like because i knew how to pack all my own things i knew how to manage myself i knew how to be like helpful to other people and like not be a bully and like all of those kinds of things like i was ready to be responsible and like unsupervised and like ready to do that and like i think i put on this like false false like pressure on these people around me that are not 14 yet they're not 18 right like they're just not they're not adults and I somehow I have this idea to put these adult expectations on these little people that are just little people they might be like little men or little women or whatever but it's like so, I just I don't know I just tizzy through this all the time and it's so frustrating to me because I I guess I never got it shown to me growing up I never really got to understand what it was like for a responsible adult to be able to show me the way to be able to like help a little child like go through their different phases of development and go through what's appropriate for them at different ages and things like that and how to make different 
opportunities, child friendly and things like that. I might have been shown it like for six years of my life, like in a volunteer situation. And that's awesome that I even got that. But I feel like I have such a lack of experience and lack of education in this area to be this appropriate, um, to give that children like appropriate expectations for who they are and what what is their life mission and what they're trying to go towards in their life. Like I just feel like such a dud, like in in being able to be some kind of a guiding person in a little person's life, like. Like, uh, there's so many times that I'm just like, I really shouldn't be a person that homeschools. I really shouldn't be a parent. I shouldn't be anything that people think that I should be because I'm just, I feel like such a fraud all the time. Because I'm just like, I can barely feed myself. Like, uh, most of the day, I'm like so starving because I'm just like so irresponsible about being able to take care of what my actual needs are. And I'm just, like, running around like a chicken with its head cut off, just totally, like, irresponsible about taking care of my own self and my home and my kids and, like, every aspect. And it's just so hard. So then there's, like, different times of the day where, like, for example, I thought I made, like, some kind of funny agreement where it's, like, I go and do bedtime and another person does the kitchen. And then when I go do the bedtimes, it's, like, I don't even know how to communicate that. I don't know how to say to someone, I, like, what was the deal here? Like, and, but at the same time, it's because most of the time, both of us are really tired. And so it's just, like, how do you talk to someone that's half dead about something that you thought that then they might be able to help you with today. It's like they're already past their hours of consciousness. And so it's just like I don't even know what to do about that at all. It's like it's like I have to somehow organize because for me it means if I know I'm not doing bedtime, then I'm like, okay, so then at three o'clock, then I'll start doing the cleanup stuff. Or like you know, maybe we just need to start transitioning to morning time. We do the cleanup stuff because like, it's just so like, it's a symbol to me. Like service is a symbol to me. And I, it's, I'm still trying to walk myself out of that. So I don't have to like, um, paint myself into a corner that everybody in my whole life hates me because they don't care enough to serve in the areas that I'm, I need help in and that they, they hate doing those jobs and fair enough i hate doing it too like i like in some ways it's kind of a um it's an offense to my spirit to lock myself in the kitchen to clean it all day long and it's offense an offense probably to their spirit too because who does like that there are legitimately people in this world that do and bless their hearts because they're the ones that are like helping us all all of the rest of us like somehow find some kind of joy and entertainment in it so it's like I have an offense to it so it's like the hardest thing ever for me to ask of other people to do this thing these things that are an offense to my own spirit anyways right and so I'm just that's my prayer in my heart these days it's just this consciousness of like Heavenly Father please help me to see things clearly because sometimes I get so bogged down with my own emotions and my own triggers about everything that I just bottle it all up and I don't try to tell anybody about it and I don't try to express it because then it's just going to come out like a crazy person that has like all these built up emotions about these tiny little things 
because I never really got to understand how to communicate those things. Because growing up in my home, we didn't talk about things. So I think I was maybe partially having some parents that were raised in kind of this like crazy governmental structure that made it so families didn't feel permission to talk to each other because otherwise somebody might get in trouble for saying a certain thing or whatever, dishonored or whatever. And so like being raised like in a generation that like had that influence, it's kind of stifling. It's like, and then I have to process through and be like, okay, well, they might not have been okay to talk about things in their home, but that doesn't mean I don't, I have to like pass that on. And I hope that I'm not passing it on because like, like, I hope that these podcasts that I make can somehow express the, the notion and symbol that yes, it's okay to open your mouth about what you're feeling inside in the same way it's okay for painters to paint their paintings in the same way it is for every single person to express in the medium that they express themselves right in my case it's talking and so like it's way easier for me to talk it out like this than it is for me to paint the actual colors of my feelings on a page or draw the things that I want to draw or write the things I want to write and I'm just like I'm just super frustrated and flustered because this is just my daily life it's like it's not anyone's fault it's not like you know one person's fault because they forget that it's important to me to help me clean the kitchen like every day it's it's like not it's not another person's fault because they want to read all day and they don't want to help me with anything else and they just want to take their time to do their own studies because that's a good thing to do you know like people need to take time to do their reading their piano their you know seeing friends and all this stuff and it's not other people's fault if they're just like bored out of their mind and they like they'll look at me while i'm working on stuff that is also their job to do too but i haven't communicated that either so here i am resenting and in my puddle of serving 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 like kind of like side wishing that people would be pitching in because clearly this is not my favorite thing to do like at all right like it's not any of our favorite things to do we would much rather just be packing up going on our picnic right but because i've like somehow grown up a little bit and gotten a little extra grumpy and cranky over the years it's like i can't do that anymore it's like i can't just pick up and go all the time every hour of the day because it just gets to a point where you come home and everything is a disaster. There's no dishes, there's no food, there's nothing to even start with, right? Like there's every single area is completely obliterated, right? And it's like, that's not a way to use our agency properly, right? I don't want it to, want to be acted upon. I want to be an agent that acts like from my own choices. And so I'm just like in this process of thinking, okay, so like, what does that look like? How can I just like, and then, and then like, there's other people, right? Like, like, oh, and then there's the other people that will just scream at me, right? They're like, oh, I want to go and do this. So I'm just going to scream at this other person that, that I'm going to blame, um, that's making it so I can't get there. All the while, the person that they're screaming at is the one person that can help make those things happen. And it's just like their logic is not there. Their brain development isn't there. Their spirit isn't there. And they're just lost. And it's just like, like, that's okay. And then there's the two other people. They're just totally dependent. They just do that. 
they're just being dependent and that's okay right and it, and like the thing is about all of this it's like and then and then i haven't even touched on like the most sensitive part which is like the deep-rooted part where it's like there's another person in the home where it's like oh well they're useless like right that's kind of how i see myself i'm like totally useless it's like i just try and try and try to do all these different things but at the end of the day i just feel so useless i just feel like there's nothing i can do right there's nothing that i can do but you know what it's actually true because all of us are like dust particles compared to who jesus christ is and how he's the one that has allowed for all of us to do anything right so i think at the end of the day i'm just so frustrated that i still haven't learned the lesson of letting my savior bear my burdens with me and just let me just do my best with what i can do and understand that he's actually just going to take care of the rest like he just will right and and that's the thing it's like it's like i i don't even believe that it's mine to just go and express myself to all these different people that could be possibly available to help me because i actually believe in supporting them i actually believe in being that person for them in their lives that's got the food taken care of that's got the the cleaning taken care of it's got the the schedules and all of this kind of stuff but at the same time i struggle because i'm actually not like i'm not i might be able to do that one day but i'm not really competent in it and i'm not competent i'm not confident and i'm not currently capable of doing so many things it's like i think the thing is like i'm surrounded by absolutely immaculate excellent moms and homemakers around me almost every one of my friends are that way you know they were raised with a really good mom and their grandma was a really good grandma and those kinds of things so because of that generational beauty that's been passed on like they're they're doing a smashing job at this they're like amazing mom people they're amazing homemaker people amazing cleaning people and then i suddenly somehow find myself in this rut of feeling like oh but i'm this person that's like clearly i am a product of my pro of my like line as well right like there's certain things and gaps that have been passed on to me but at the same time i have to be honest about this like the, the like i have to be honest in the same way that my husband said something like you know i didn't really understand exponents until i had kids and she he says something like you know like you have one and they they just make one mess and then the second they turn around they make another and another and another and just multiplies like before you can even realize it and then later on we kind of discuss further it's like yeah that might be one part of it right but in true honesty like kids don't just exponentially make messes they exponentially make the world a better place they actually do and it's not just kids it's us as people right it's like I can't just tell myself that I'm useless and think that that's absolute truth because it's not. It's like I am useless for a purpose of being humble enough to be molded and shaped by the creator's hands. You know, if I wasn't the person that I was, then I wouldn't be the same person that was willing to be like, "Okay, 
like as a nine-year-old realizing, oh, well, I need to make good choices if I want a good life. Okay, so I do want a good life. I have decided that. So what's the next good choice that I could make so I can create this life that I actually want? And so I started that when I was little because I knew I had to be the one to choose it for myself. So then when I was 12 and I got like a little birdie in my ear saying, hey, what about going to volunteer in the park with the kids and play games with them, learn how to do crafts with them, teach them how to tie their shoes, cut, help them learn how to use scissors, all of this stuff. How about you just do that for a summer, right? And little did I know I would be hooked in to trying to do this for the next six years of my life maybe seven and then I took a little break to go to university for a little bit and get married and then for the next 12 years of my life that's what I've been doing too and so it's like like I can't look at myself and be like oh yeah I was just useless I'm like you know I'm better off dead or something like that and it's not true because clearly there's so much good that a person can can make happen from every single tiny choice they make because I made the tiny choice to go and volunteer that summer, it snowballed into the next like 20 years, right? Like I'm, that was when I was 12, now I'm like 32. And now for the, after 20 years later, this is the result of 20 years of doing that, right? And I might not be like a fantastic house cleaner person. I might not be the most like um, charitable, like pure hearted person that's just like so happy to serve every single moment of the day um, and so happy, not just to serve others, but even just to serve myself, right? Like, I might not be that person, but the person that I am is that I'm this person that's striving to be willing and humble and meek as often as I can. Because if I can at least be those things, I can at least feel like I can somehow Take the next step forward, and it doesn't matter if I do the dishes great. It doesn't matter if I do the, the, the floors great. It doesn't matter if I read the story on time every time. It doesn't matter how big my library is. It doesn't matter, like, how kindly I speak to this person or that all the time, right? Like, as long as I'm, like, seeking towards the simplicity of just being, like, am I being humble and ready to hear the voice of the Lord right now? Like... If he were to be talking to me, what would he be saying, right? Like, what would he actually think about who I am, what I'm doing, and what is the next step, the next good choice that I could do, right? And it's just like, when I think that way and I ask those questions, I know for sure. It's like, yeah, that is where I need to be going. I don't need to focus on all of the knots. I need to focus on all of the what is right now and what will be for eternity. And like, and I just feel so grateful that I can have any level of understanding of eternity. I was talking with this person that I really treasure the other day and they were so good at validating with me because I was sharing with them how stressful it's been for me to do this one work that I've been doing. Like for example, family history research, just finding out my ancient Chinese history, right? Like in my ancestral line, those kinds of things. And just understanding who I am through that, right? And then I was getting a little bit of like opposition from different avenues saying like, hey, well that's not okay, or this isn't okay, and da da da. And I was just like, what in the world is happening? Every time that I do this, I feel peace and happiness and joy that I am taking my personal time to put in my effort to find out more about this stuff. 
because I can. Not everybody is interested in this kind of thing, but I genuinely am. So why is it a bad thing for me to do it? It's not, right? And so I was talking with this one person and they were like, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Other people just keep getting the idea that it's a bad thing because it's not true. You know, like it, they just do. Like it's just not true, even if they are getting those ideas, right? And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, right? Like, and so it's just like, it's been so helpful for me to be like, yeah. Like, it's been so grounding to just submit into this mindset of being like, I just need to listen to the hand of the Lord and the, the voice of the Lord. I need to, like, shield myself. I need to armor up automatically as often as possible because I just, when I get those fiery darts that fire at me, Man, they hurt. They hurt so bad. They sting like burns. They sting like scrapes. It's like I'm getting the freezing treatment at the hospital, like before they go and like stitch me up or whatever. Like it's just like it's just not worth it to to have my shields down, to not have my armor up well enough, so that I can just focus on what is mine to focus on. I just get so tizzied out by all these other voices, other thoughts, and other things. And then the compassion comes because clearly I have a person in my life that has a mental illness and I'm quite clear that they probably experience this on a constant basis. Like they would talk to me every single day about all the things they were thinking about and I would just go crazy listening to them and being like, I don't want to hear any more about your crazy ideas, about your crazy life inside your head. Like, I'm actually done with that, right? Like, I don't want to hear any of it. And yet here I am being this crazy person that has all these crazy thoughts in my head, right? Like, and so it's like, yeah, like, who knows? Maybe I'm going to have a mental illness one day, or maybe I already do have one. And I'm just trying to like process myself through it. But who knows? Like, it's just like, in any case, I just feel deep compassion for the people that do have it, that can't control it, that don't know what to do with themselves um, as they go through it. Because it's just so, it's so, like, it's like an obstruction, right? Like, it's like being clogged up and feeling like you just can't do the things that you would want to be doing in your heart of hearts. Kind of like what... This one gentleman said at the last testimony meeting I was at, he basically said something like, you know, I might be turning like 80 years old in a couple years, but that doesn't mean that I don't feel like I'm 20 or so inside, right? And it was so cute to hear him say that. He's like, I might not look 20 and I might not, you know, do things like a 20 year old, but I feel like I am one inside, right? Like that's still the person that I am inside. And so that was really sweet to just hear him say that and be like, yeah, that is so neat, right? And so it's like, I just, I just really look forward to this day. So I'm going to write this story one day about me waking up in this like white room and it's going to be this beautiful room that's just completely ornate. Everything is ornate about this room. It's the most beautiful space I've ever been in. So I wake up after sleeping. I'm in this room. Everything's kind of like silky white. The sun's coming through. A little bit like in The Lord of the Rings when Bilbo wakes up from his dream. Like that kind of the scene. So then I wake up. And then I'm like, what is this place? And then like suddenly like bursts through the door. There's this like cute little 
like, not little, but, like, cute Chinese person, animated person that just comes through. They're like, ah, you're here. I was just waiting for you to wake up. And, like, we got to get ready for our tea because I'm going to show you everything. And they're just going to go and buzz around. And, and I'm just, like, in this flurry with this person. And it's just so much fun. It's, like, instant best friend fun. It's like, oh, yeah, we're best friends. Oh, I was supposed to go and do something with you. Okay, great. That's what's going on right now. Let's go and do it, right? And so we go and do the whole day. And we have a great old time like going to all these different places, jumping from cloud to cloud and, and like hanging out in these different places and parts and all of these fantastic, beautiful places, right? And we know how to fly and, you know, all of this kind of fun stuff. And then at the end of the day, we're like, you know, I know, sipping our cloud soup or something like that. And we're just like, what? How was this day? It was really great. And then it's just like, wait a minute, who are you? And then the person's like, well, come on, I'm your mom. Like, I'm your mommy, right? Like, like, didn't you know? Like, of course. Like, I am this person that, like, is giving you this tour. It's this beautiful place. And I really want to write that story because I really feel like a lot of people can relate with it. I think any person that has ever helped someone with a mental illness or helped someone that they care for that is mute or can't talk with them or whatever and they can't even express how much it means to them that that other person is their care provider. I really believe that this is a story for people like that. Like for me, the, like a person that couldn't have those, those connections with their people on the earth because they had those, those weaknesses or their, their tribulations in this life because they were kind of barred by their body's illnesses or sicknesses. But I really believe in the next life when those people are in the same realm together, they're just going to be the best of friends. And they're, they're going to be these people that are going to come out and give them the biggest hug and be like, thank you so much for being my friend. When I didn't know how to be your friend, right? But you just kept being my friend anyways, right? I just pray that I'll somehow figure out the ability to write that story or have hire somebody to write it or something because I just feel like that's that's what I look forward to, right? That is the story that I look forward to, my happily ever after about that area of my life where it's like I might struggle and have so many gaps in my life because of different instances, but that's okay because my mom chose to have faith enough to have me and like you know like she didn't have to like i think she was married for like nine years before she had me and she had enough faith to keep me alive right with the best ways that she knew how she would do all my laundry or make all the food that she possibly could and then she would sleep for the rest of it right and like that's all she that's that was her maps right and it's like okay like it's okay because like i really believe that heavenly father's got this right he he takes all of his children. He doesn't just want the ones that have no illnesses, no like no troubles, that they can do everything perfectly. He actually wants all of us. He wants all of us with all of our intricacies of our uh, everything that's dirty about us, everything that's like that's got scrapes and bruises and, and scratches, like everything. He just takes all of us and he's so ready to be all of our parents, right? And then he's okay that some parents are maybe a little less ideal in certain ways for certain of his kids, right? But he understands the whole process that those kids have an amazing opportunity to choose 
for themselves their own life, right? Because that's the gift that I was given being raised in that environment. All of my other friends, they had a smooth ride growing up. They really did. Like they could go to any camp they wanted. They could go to any lesson, any anything. Their parents would just fall over backwards giving them any amount of support that they could ever get, right? And yet, when we were at school together, all I would hear was complaints. They'd be like, oh, my mom did this, or my mom that, like, and, like, they were just so, in some ways, they had cho chosen the spoiled route, in some ways, because there's certain people that get all those things, but they're actually grateful for it, right? And they, they move forward with it, and they, they make use of it. And others of people, they just get spoiled about it. And it's the same for me. There's people that get into my situation when they have parents that are a little bit, like, not as involved, and they can become spoiled through that as well. They can get spoiled into this mindset of, oh, well, if I'm not going to have someone to show me the way, then I can do anything I want to, and I'm going to use my agency for poor choices, right? Whereas for me, it became really clear at a young age. It's like, I don't have anyone to give me direction, so I need to be the one to make the good choices. Like, I need to make the good choices for myself. As if I was this person that is like 10 to 20 years later looking at me and teaching me how to do this. 